Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Jan. That's Chris. Welcome to CCTV, the nonstop pop show. And today we'll be discussing the Steptacular Six album by the group Steps, What the Future Holds. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Steps are a British co-ed pop group formed in 1997, and the name Steps is based on the idea that they would have easy choreography, that they could teach their fans, and have everyone join in at their concerts. Yes. Tragedy. Yeah. Um, their unapologetic, <laughs> joyful pop sound was built around the idea of ABBA on speed, which was coined by Pete Waterman, um, who also found Kylie. Um, so oh, after wow. a huge success in many territories around the world, the group had a really dramatic split in 2001 on the last night of their greatest hits tour. But in 2012, Ooh. they made up and reunited, and they are back again to save 2020 with their new album. <laughs> so, all right. So do you <laughs> like Steps? Yes, I do like them. Um, out of all of the acts you've introduced me to uh, during this quarantine, they are another group I have developed a serious fondness for right next to Girls Aloud and Kylie and the Sugar Babes. Yes. <laughs> a few uh, songs of theirs that I really like are Stomp, Love's Got a Hold on My Heart, and Scared of the Dark. I swear when I listen to that song, I listened to it three times in a row. I was obsessed. I was like, oh, this is so good. Um, but because there's not a lot of co-ed groups that are A, successful or B, as good, I find that they are really, really unique. But I have to be honest and say that before this year, I have mm. never heard of them. So that, sorry, guys. So I sorry. think that's, yeah, but they weren't really known in America. So I think that's mm. normal because um, I had never okay. heard of them either until I moved to Hong Kong when I was a kid. And oh, they God. were kind of the intro into this whole world of British pop music that I knew nothing about. Um, <laughs> okay, so you understand. Great. Exactly. Great. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> my mom loves steps. My sister loves steps. Like, I just think their music is so accessible and it's happy. Yeah. And I think it's hard. If you like pop music, I think it's hard not to enjoy listening true. to them. Um, true. Yeah. So I love them. I did fly to the UK to see them uh, last time <laughs> wow. they toured. There aren't many acts that I'll do that for, um, but it was one of the best pop <laughs> concerts I've ever been to. Um, Lucky. But yeah, so I got to talk to Faye also earlier this year oh, yeah, when she did right. her like Instagram live sessions. So mm -hmm. that was a fun moment. You know, that's something positive that came out of lockdown. So you've been lining. killing the fan game. Silver lining. <laughs> you've been killing the fan game. Seriously, like guys, you guys don't know, but he's been killing the fan game. You'll find out later on as we have more videos. <laughs> But, um, you know, I approached this album as a casual listener. Uh, so Chris is the steps expert in this episode, and I am the outsider. So it should be really interesting to see our opinions of this album. Mm -hmm. So the concept for this album 
was One Foot in the Past, One Foot in the Future, a lyric from the song What the Future Holds, as we all know. And it's about embracing the old steps while also experimenting a bit with the newer sounds and showing some artistic growth. Uh, so now we will go track by track and talk about this album. <laughs> we will now go track by track and discuss the production, vocals, lyrics, and video if it exists and give our ratings to each song. First song on the album and first single is What the Future Holds. It's written by Sia, Greg Kirsten, who wrote Kylie's Wow, which I absolutely love, Kelly Clarkson's Stronger, Pink's Try, and Adele's Hello. This song is a futuristic dance pop track about the uncertain fate of a relationship. So yeah, this song, when I first heard it, I have to be honest with you, I was not loving that first verse. Mm. Um, but you know, one more teardrop, the surface tension breaks, and when the surface tension breaks, not in love with that. <laughs> yeah. Not in love with that at all. Um, I have to say, though, the verses were not my favorite, but the chorus, mm. when it came in, I was like, yes, give it to me, honey. I did really like that part of the song. Yeah, um, I really like the song. Um, mm -hmm. I agree. I wasn't really sure about it when I first heard it. Um, it right. is very signature Sia, which is kind of kudos to her because she has, like, you can hear any pop song and it's like, I think that was written by Sia. Like, it's just such a right. signature sound, which is kind of amazing. Right. Um, I also, I think you can tell that they were singing along with her guide vocal because certain yeah. words they enunciate, like H, even like if it breaks. Like, I don't know, just like there's like certain oh, yeah. ways they yes. were enunciating that totally sounds like Sia. Um, yes. But I, but I think, like you said, the chorus makes up for everything. The chorus is so good. It's so right. dramatic. It's mm -hmm. Um, There's like a sense of hope, but also like some darkness to it, which I think is something right. steps have always towed the line on. Um, right. And the harmonies are amazing in that chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that part. Um, like you said with the uh, signature Sia, um, sometimes I, not, I don't want to say it gets on my nerves, but sometimes it it's a little it's a little too obvious, you know. Mm -hmm. Like this is definitely nice to kind of show people, like, hey, it's a new step into steps. It's a it's a new journey for steps. I totally get it. Um, but you know, there are certain things, like you said, that she does that even H mentioned. I think Claire also said that there were certain things that she did um, that they had to kind of tweak to fit their style more. Mm -hmm. um, like, Sia's a great writer. This is, me saying all this doesn't mean she can't write. Like, she's amazing. I'm the one, you know, doing a podcast in my basement. But, <laughs> but my point is... Oh, my God. Okay. But, yes, like I was saying, she's a great writer. But I don't know if her and Steps were a compatible mix. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like with Dark Child and Spice Girls on the Forever album. It was nice in theory, but was it the strongest concept? Mm. I'm not sure. The song is not terrible, though. I think hearing Claire do the chorus mm -hmm. makes it for me. Like, I think that yeah. she sounds amazing, and I think she probably sounds better than, than Sia singing it, to be honest. I haven't heard Sia sing it, but I love Claire's voice, and I, I'm going to guess. And assume probably that right. Claire yeah. sounds sounds better on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, yeah. I also my favorite part in this song is the bridge 
it's just so dramatic and leading mm -hmm. into the final choruses. Yes. And then instead of a key change, they actually do just like mm -hmm. a switch up in the melody of, of the final mm -hmm. chorus, which I love. Right, right. It, it, it almost makes it even more, I don't know, it, it just adds a totally different vibe to the ending. Yeah, yeah. I think the song really was able to kind of capture that that kind of like nervousness about not knowing where our relationship is going. And mm -hmm. then that moment where it's like, we're talking about it, DTR, hello. Mm -hmm. And then the switch up is like, there might be a hope. There might be some hope here. It didn't sound as melancholic in the end. So mm -hmm. um, um, I have to say, Lee singing second verse. Mm. Go ahead, Lee Affleck. A lot of people don't know this, but when Chris introduced me to this group, I said, oh, he looks like Ben Affleck. <laughs> so I call him Lee Affleck. Don't, no, no insult him at all. So if you don't like that Ben Affleck, I'm sorry, but that's what he looks like to me. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say when he said quicksand, his voice got a little flittery there. And I really wonder if they have any more takes of that. Cause he said the quicksand and mm. it kind of, I can't do it. His vibrato wasn't very nice there in my opinion. Mm. But after that, he held it down. But good for him for getting lines. Yes, shout out to Lee. He sings a lot more on this album than I think we've yeah. ever heard. So good job. Yeah. <laughs> um, they also put an extended version of the song at the mm -hmm. end of the album, which includes an extra verse from Lisa and Faye and also a different outro. Um, mm -hmm. So I love that. I think actually prefer that version, I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, what did you think of the video? The video was great. It was giving me like cyber pop 3020, you know, like it was very just futuristic, mm -hmm. empty club, you know. Yes, all and, the neon. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, was it filmed during quarantine or before? So they actually filmed it last year. Yeah. They had the Ooh. whole album recorded last year and they were ready to, wow. re they were ready to release it in March. Like literally wow. like right after lockdown. <laughs> all right, Dang. like right when lockdown was about to happen, yeah um the yeah. timing of this album wow <laughs> i mean um everyone looks great um excuse me everyone looked amazing especially claire i remember when you first showed me them and you showed me the tour video of uh, dancing in the, the dance party on the dance floor tour yeah oh yeah yeah oh yeah. my gosh i saw her hair and i was like who's that one who's that i asked you like three times so i kept forgetting her name but i was like that one that's the one i like because yeah. she could sing but then i saw the pink hair what love the what? pink hair yes keep it for the whole era claire <laughs> yeah she looks great and then um i have to say h he was living he's like we're back hands <laughs> eyes closed <laughs> he lives for the drama okay he lives for that drama yes. <laughs> the video. lisa too when she is in front of the camera she is just also living her best life <laughs> just yes. doing the she was giving most. face i'm like <laughs> She was sitting in that chair like she couldn't leave it either. Like she was <laughs> yeah. on the edge, edge of the chair. She's like, you're going to get this. You're going to get this, honey. Yes. But um, also, I have to say, um, Faye, ever since I started looking into this group and I started looking at their videos, the stylists really like to give her hair that is ethnic. So mm -hmm. <laughs> it seems that it has made it come back this, this time around. I mean, honestly, back in the day, she probably would have gotten canceled or whatever. But I will say that I do not mind these braids at all. It didn't look like, oh, let's make her look more urban. It was mm -hmm. just more like, here's a stylistic choice. And she looks good. I like the little rings in them. So I'm not giving her like a free pass all her life or anybody a free pass. No one did mis misunderstand. I'm just saying, I'm just glad that they allowed for this hairstyle to be 
used in a dress to be used in this futuristic concept instead mm-hmm. of like oh yeah this is urban you know so yeah kudos to everyone to looking tasteful kudos to everyone sounding good and looking good um but i have to say no kudos to that choreographer who did the guillotine hand because i'm not in love with that i'm not in love with that i don't love that either and i when i was a kid i've learned pretty much all of the steps routines the old ones i still pretty much remember most of them pretty well um this one's not my favorite (laughs) this one's not my favorite um this is this doesn't give me future this gives me guillotine no you know i think it actually looks better because they performed it on one show and they had handheld Mm -hmm. mics i almost think it actually looked better with them just doing it with one hand i think having the other hand here i don't know what it is um yeah yeah the rest of it though was good like all the pose like Mm -hmm. huh huh all the yeah yes that's what gets me because when it got to there kind of just fell flat but you know right all that being said where is your ranking i will give it a 9.5 how about you Mm, i'll give it an 8.5 the second song on this album is something in your eyes which is also the second single and it is bright upbeat and abba-esque and it is about the undeniable feeling of love at first sight this one was done mm-hmm. by, pardon the pronunciation, Eric Burnholm, Henrik Sefton, and Thomas Giesen, who are known for composing many Eurovision song contest entries. And this song is actually mm-hmm. a cover of, a so- of the original song by Jenny Silver, which was a potential Swedish entry back in 2011. So wow. what do you think of this song? I love it. Oh my goodness. This is one of those songs where when, when I heard it, I really liked it at first listen. Um, instantly, I just thought, okay, this is what I wanted mm. for the first single. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I said, as a casual listener, what I'm used to is, you know, stuff like this. So I was thinking, oh yeah, this is fun. This is nice. Um, and I really like it. I just really wish that pop wasn't so serious all the time. I mean, granted, pop was considered some type of vapid thing mm-hmm. a long time ago, and it has matured lately. But I think it's matured so far where nobody knows how to just say, I'm really attracted to you. Wow, the way you make me feel is, like, undescribable, you yes. know? So, indescribable, excuse me. But, yeah, that's why the song stuck out to me. It's just so different. And kudos to them because it takes confidence. It takes a lot of just <sighs> bravery to be able to just say, I'm in love with you and just keep singing about it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely, it's just a glitter pop explosion that is just like in your face. Like it is, they're not even trying to be subtle at all about it. I do think it was actually kind of a risk for a single because I think it, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where either you love it or you don't. Um, ah, like I think yeah. if you don't like pop or like this kind of pop music, like it's too much probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did have mentioned in a lot of interviews recently that they've just kind of embraced the fact that they're not cool. Like they're not like the stereotypical right. cool pop star. They're not trying to be cool. And this song mm-hmm. reflects that. Like it, this song is not cool. <laughs> and I, and I mean that in a positive right. way. Um, like you mm-hmm. were saying, it, it, it takes bravery to do something this loud and no current Western pop star would ever consider releasing this song, let alone as this. like the single before the album release. <laughs> um, no, you're so right. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I think the song is so much fun. Again, the harmonies are so good and mm -hmm. they're all very dramatic in their delivery, um, which, which just makes it even more perfect, I think. <laughs> yes, especially with the lead into the, um, the, uh, the second verse. There is something in your destiny. <laughs> yes, with the layered harmony too from the guys. Yes, yes. I love it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes it good. Yes. Um, I'm a fan of the video also. Mm. I love the color palette. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the the bright colors with the silver. Um, mm -hmm. And I think the dance routine is better than what the future holds. Um, I like that Heck it's yeah. all kind of just robotic. And and that scene of them like on the circular platform with the glasses, yes. just kind yep. of doing like yes, the- Yes, loved it. Yeah. Um, I still need to learn <laughs> this routine clearly. Um, but I'm excited. I love the circular. Yes, I love a circular just... platform. Bring it on oh, tour, I like guys. It too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Can you imagine them just kind of just standing on the platform, just something in your eyes, spending yes. like little little statues? Oh, that'd be fun on a big cake, <laughs> on a big cake circle yeah. thing. Yes, yes, we love a tiered stage. Mm -hmm. Okay, you. When we do our concert reviews, you guys will find out that we that Chris and I <laughs> love a good tiered stage, little cake action. Yes. Um. I love that little circular platform, just like you said. And every time Faye struck six, I fell in love again. I was like, wow. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, I feel like they really had a good time with this video. Um, it was a little bare though. So I had to listen to it without looking at the video because it is very bare, especially considering um, what they did with what the future holds. Mm -hmm. um, it was a little bit more um, bright and it had little overlays of the city and the club and da, da, da. this one psych wall the cyclorama with lights and this rotating stage was very simple and even in one of the comments on youtube someone says oh my gosh this is this is great i can't wait for the real the full video and someone replied and said this is a full video <laughs> so it was a little bare but i liked it yes <laughs> they seem like they enjoyed themselves as well for sure for sure all right so what do you rate this one I give this song a 10 out of 10. Hey, yes. Okay, I will do a nine. <laughs> Third song on the album is Clouds. It's an anthemic and strong song, and it encourages the listener to stay positive. It is written by Emma Rohan, Grace Barker, and Jez Ashurst. Um, I have to be honest, although the message of the song is quite positive and it is welcomed in this whole um, atmosphere of quarantining mm -hmm. um this song was a little bit lyrically speaking not the best for me very cheesy lyrics yes yeah 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 um i will give it um some some props though the um the o's the oh i like the little o's happening there it kind of gives us a little bit of a a moment for crowd participation once you go to that <laughs> concert yeah um and then the course was nice it felt very cathartic very mountaintop like we're at the top of the mountain take a deep breath and then it got weak again with the in the clouds in the clouds in the clouds mm. in the cloud and it just kept coming it was very monotonous um not my favorite um, yeah i de yeah. definitely this song has grown on me since the first listen mm -hmm. at least it's mm -hmm. it's also not my favorite i think the build is nice um mm -hmm. the chorus is really good i really like the drums that were used um, yes. it really adds to this whole mountaintop feeling that you're, that you're mentioning. Um, mm -hmm. I agree that 
in the clouds melody that repeats twice mm -hmm. it almost I almost feel like it needed like an extra harmony the second time around or or even just yeah, a, a different least. melodic switch up in it mm -hmm. um because it is quite repetitive um yeah, yeah. I, I I think that's my favorite part is probably the bridge um oh, okay. oh yeah it's better up here yeah like oh no this uh -huh, is fun to sing I think yeah yeah I think it kind of I think it plays on the um for some reason, I was getting like tropical house because mm -hmm. I don't want to say it sounded like a little reggae, but at the, but toward the bridge, it kind of just had a little bit of a cadence that wasn't, you know, like everything else. So I really did appreciate the switch up there. And I think, like you were saying, melodically speaking, if they would have changed, even even with the second verse, it just followed the same copied and pasted pattern of the first verse i think with a song like this that's just my opinion mm -hmm. if you're going to have a song that's as simple as this and where the chorus is really just repeat over and over again the same exact way with no type of variation mm -hmm. have a different kind of verse melodically um but you know the adlers were fun to listen to they sound like their own choir because there are so many of them and there's so many layers on their harmonies they sound like their own choir so they sounded really, really good. Yes, I do like, and it, I think it's been consistent throughout this whole album, is mm -hmm. that they do, vocally, they do build. There's new harmonies mm -hmm. that get introduced throughout. There's new ad-libs that get added on. Um, and so I, I, I do like that. I do have mm -hmm. to say, when I saw that the song, like when they first announced the track list and, they, and I saw that mm -hmm. a song was named Clouds, I immediately thought of this very low budget dance video that they did for this album track on the first album called Love You More um it's just it's just so hilarious like with the you, green screen yes yes so <laughs> yeah. i would love them to do a recreation of this if they <laughs> or just for fun How hysterical would it be just for fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if they don't do it i'll do it for you i need yeah. a video like that <laughs> <laughs> all right so i give this one an 8.5 how about you i give it an eight Track four on the album is To the Beat of My Heart, which is an energetic and sexy song made for the clubs, which none of us can go to right now. Um, so this one, I was really excited when I saw the credits for this because not only is a lot of the Xenomania team on it, including Brian Higgins and Miranda Cooper, who are known for producing all of, all, basically all of Girls Aloud's discography, um, MNEK, is also mm -hmm. is also a writer on this, and he's written for Little Mix, JoJo, Dua Lipa, and himself. He's an artist as well. Um, and also Molly King of the Saturdays is also yeah. a writer on this. So mm -hmm. I had very high expectations when Same. I went to listen to this song, but I have to say that I was kind of disappointed. Um, it just doesn't feel like it. I feel like you can tell it wasn't written for steps. Like you can like right. It doesn't have. I don't know, it doesn't have the same build and the same energy that a lot of their songs no have. Yeah. And like the final chorus sounds exactly like the first chorus. The cut from the yeah. bridge into the last chorus is really abrupt. And <laughs> I was also sad to see actually Xenomania did write on it, but they didn't produce the song. Um, a guy named Steve Smith did. And I think it, you oh, can, it's, it's lacking yeah. the experimentation that a lot of Xenomania mm -hmm. tracks had. So I think... Yeah, I just wish this had more, I don't know, I just, I do wish it was just kind of a weirder, like a lot of Girls yes, Aloud songs are known yeah. for having a weird structure, having kind of 
right. weird melodies and this song is not that at all <laughs> yeah they would have thrived from that i think just being introduced to new sounds here and there in a production and you have how many members of this group it is a co-ed group there's so much that could have been done um when i first heard it um before i knew that molly king had worked on it mm-hmm. it did sound inherently feminine and not like oh this is for the gay clubs this is for the alphabet kids this is not i didn't get that kind of vibe i just got like this sounds like it should have been a woman's song mm. like something about it just felt inherently just female sorry for people you know yeah but yeah something about it was just like mm, this isn't steps for sure even yeah. as a casual listener <laughs> but yeah some positive notes i was kind of into the whole little sexy vibe um even if the song was a little it sounded a little dated but i was kind of just you know interested in the kind of sexy concept also i was i was lurking on some fan forums and stuff when this album came out and someone pointed mm-hmm. out that the intro to the song sounds exactly like the pop idol or american idol or whatever idol the country <gasps> you live in That intro sounds exactly the same. And now I can't unhear it. And now I'm doing the same to you. So sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Some positives though, I do do like this. In the dark. In the chorus. That Mm -hmm. is interesting to me because it doesn't happen again in the chorus. Um, So I find that interesting. I also love Lisa whispering, drive you wild. Oh yes, yes, yes. I did that in one of my songs. Yes, because Lisa also... She's known to have a lot of whispers and breathy mm-hmm. moments in a lot of her their past songs. So it's kind of fun to kind of just bring that back. Just one little moment in this song. Just a little <laughs> sexy moment. Yes, we love a little sexy moment. Um, I I feel bad. I don't have much of a strong opinion about this song. Um, it's just, yeah. mm, you it's know, fun. Listener, yeah, it's yeah. fun. I'm sure if they, if they decide to perform this on tour, it'll be fun, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a little faceless for me. So yeah, I give this one an eight. I'm giving this song a 7.5. Fifth song on the album is Father's Eyes. This is a mid-tempo, slow-burning track about being so blind for love, even though everyone else around you knows that the person isn't good for you. This track is written by Arnthor Bergerson, who worked on 98 Degrees is Because of You, Jessica Simpson's Irresistible, and yes. Janet Jackson's All Night. Don't stop. <laughs> oh, all three of those songs are so good and so different. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And Ina Rolson, who did The Saturdays, Hire, and Notorious, Love It, and Pussycat Dolls, Hush, Hush. Hey. Yes. So this track is interesting because it was originally recorded by Scandinavian duo Ask Embla, which includes writer Ina, Ina Rolson. Um, but there's been some rumors going around that the song was a, kind of supposed to float toward Britney Spears for like a 2013 project, um, like as a cover, but it just never happened. Oh. It was it's kind of been floating around, um, but you know, rumors. <laughs> this song is dramatic and it burns very slowly mm. um it gave me like some like 80s feels like you know riding through the dark and top down you're kind of just like i don't know something about it was just very like um it was just dark yes it's mysterious. without being like yes that's the word oh my, i couldn't figure out the word yes it was very just like ooh, 
I know you're bad for me, but give me more, you know? So <laughs> Yeah. I think this whole concept of one foot in the past, one foot in the future, this is a great mm -hmm. song that reflects the one foot in the future. Um, mm -hmm. It's a little more experimental for sure for steps while still keeping this dramatic, melancholic, electro pop yes. kind of thing that they've always had going. Um, my favorite thing about this song though, is the build. Like you can tell mm -hmm. from the beginning with those little synths um, mm -hmm. and then, and then as each each new person comes to sing, something gets added in, some new blips come in. Then these yeah. little like wiry high synths come in for Claire. And then when the boys come in, it just turns into this full electro bop um, moment. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I also think speak like along with that, that they mm -hmm. took full advantage of being a co-ed group. Oh yeah. This song. For sure. With the range. Um, I think the way all the harmonies are layered are absolutely beautiful throughout this whole song. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's really nice, um, like you said, because they are a co-ed group. Um, it, they are one of the groups just in general um, that when there are that many singers with different kinds of tones, how do you utilize it? How do you make everything sound different? How do you? And seriously, I love that, like, the fuzzy synth that came in. When the guys started singing, I was like, oh, yeah, there it is. Um, it makes the song sound a little bit more dangerous. Like in the beginning, it sounded really delicate mm -hmm. uh, and, and not timid, but just, just oh, where's the song going to go? And then the, 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 I'm like, oh, yeah, give it to me. I don't know. Something about it just made it even more sexier. It made it even more like this person is trouble but you mm. want more because it just sounds, it sounds so enticing. And that's why when I was looking um, at some of the comments for this song, someone, some people have been using this as a, I'm trying to say it without being insulting, but some people are using this song as like an anthem for the relationship with their father. Um, someone made a comment saying, Stop. Someone, <laughs> someone made a comment, um, excuse me, someone made a comment that their father is currently in the hospital with COVID. And when they think of this song, you know, they feel like they have a connection. And then someone else mentioned that, you know, my father wasn't there for me, but my stepfather was. Things like that. And I really, I, I really get the energy that people are just looking at the title, leaving a comment and hoping to get likes for them because that makes no sense. This song just happens to be about someone having their father's perception about love, whatever that perception mm -hmm. may be. Personally, my father has his perception about love. You know, like <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Even if it's not working out, I still love you. That's that's my dad. You yeah. know, that's interesting. But, I don't think people are yeah. listening to the lyrics then. No. Um, no. Wow. <laughs> I think um, with what you said about <laughs> your face, <laughs> I think what you said about them stepping into the future and um, you know the past and the future. Um, the juxtaposition is so nice because this song here, I think it fits really nicely. Um, among their catalog with all these dance floor anthems you have this song and it's more mature it's more sexy mm -hmm. but although it's really cool i have to admit that because it did not really go anywhere else in mm. the production it kind of just mildly started to bore me just mildly interesting so, it was actually yeah. the opposite for me because all while the production stays the same um mm -hmm. after kind of the whole build in the beginning vocally mm -hmm. Again, like the last song, yeah. they kept adding more to it. Um, like I think the bridge 
builds really nicely and then mm-hmm, it overlays yes. the chorus the final chorus and then yes. there's all the girls do some ad-libs at the end so I actually think the build is there um and this is definitely one of my favorites on the album so I am going oh. to give it a 10 how about you okay I will give it 8.5 Track six on the album is One Touch, which is a bright disco song about lingering feelings for the person who broke your heart. And this one was written by Chris Wall, Laura White, and Neil Trepas. And yeah, yeah. this one's a good one. This one's fun. That build is so dramatic yeah. <laughs> with the strings. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> totally sounds like an old step song, this one, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. agree it's just like disco happiness like this whole production is just <laughs> so happiness. like like there's a hopefulness to it um mm-hmm. that really reads and I think the production is very full without sounding busy so they did a good job with that yeah oh my gosh that that's that's a good way to describe it I am um, like the build in the song um even with my limited knowledge of their discography like you said this develops really nicely and the intro actually creates this tension and you can hear it just kind of building when as the music's vamping in the intro. Mm-hmm. And um, it's so funny because I was thinking, I was like, oh, there's some tension. Watch it break. And then, and it, and then literally, <laughs> and literally it broke because there's a glass sound before, um, as it's released, all that tension's released and the yeah. first verse begins. Even at the end of the choruses, there is a glass break. And I really like that. And I especially like the little bells for I need one touch. I like the, the bells. It sounds yes. kind of Christmassy as it twinkles. Yes, I think that the tension yeah. build is actually, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's the most in the bridge. Um, the bridge mm-hmm. has all these really interesting moments to it. These like quick strings that come in. Yes. Um, it's yes. just super dramatic. And then leads into that, I need one touch that you just did. Yes. Um, it's just all, the whole thing is just so dramatic. I love it. <laughs> it is. It is. Can I tell you, when I heard the pre-hook, I was thinking, okay, I want this kick drum to go faster. And it didn't. Like, you know, it goes, do, 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 and then there's a splash of music. It just kept the same steady beat. Mm. And at first I said, I wanted more. But now I can really appreciate that they decided to do the unpredictable thing. Mm. So good job to the production on this. Um I think the song is like a little bit of a tango. Like something about it just gives me like dancing with the stars or simply ballroom vibes. Oh. <laughs> you know, like I can see I can see someone just purposely <laughs> making a dance to it. Um, it's just the vamping in the music, uh, especially in the break, just allows for a dance break. A yes. dance break, you know. Um, and my, I'm a sucker for songs like this, so I gave it a nine. <laughs> I will match you with a nine with this one as well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
The seventh track on this album is Under My Skin, which is an emotive track about hiding one's true self from a lover. And this one was written by Charlie Walsh, Farley Arvidson, and Rachel Ferner. <laughs> um, mm. This is the first kind of slower ballady track on this album, which I'm really excited that they did because there weren't any yeah. slower songs on the last album. And they have mm. actually had some really great uh, slower tracks in the past. So it's nice to give them an opportunity to show off their vocals yes, and just yes. be a little more, um, I guess, dramatic in a different way. <laughs> right. A little bit more vulnerable and not yes. just, full, you know, melancholy with a with a hot dance beat, you know? Yes. So- <laughs> um h said that he didn't really like the demo of the song um he said it sounded like a sparse indie track mm. um a la masks of attack mm-hmm. uh, but i guess when i started working on it he started to appreciate it a little bit more uh personally for me i like the lyrics and um the first verse just in the verse in general um i come to life when the light turns out but when light turns on but die with every curtain fall i was like yes me too you know <laughs> this song kind of has like the narrative of like a performer wanting to be seen as a human being and not just as like this perfect mm. kind of idol that's what i kind of got from it um what did you think about like the kind of concept for this ballad i love it i think it I, it reminded me of dark side by kelly clarkson Yes, it, you know, yes, yes, yes. I think it, it's when you're in that next step of relationship and it's like you're scared to reveal more, you know, I think mm-hmm. that's a relatable thing. And I, I like that you related it in in kind of this fame sense also. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love the chorus for this. I think it's so pretty, mm-hmm. this melody. Um, yes. And again, the vocal production is so good. Like it's so full, like the harmonies are just mm-hmm. so, there's so much depth in the way that it was yeah. done. It's really impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to hear this with a live band, though. I kind of oh, wish yeah. they used real drums. Or the, I guess I kind of wish they used a couple more real instruments in the production of it. I think this song is perfect yeah. for, for that. Um, so yes. hopefully, you guys, please, Steps, <laughs> bring a live band <laughs> for this one. Um, also, can I just say, though, I also, mm. I imagine, <laughs> as I listened to this song more and read the lyrics, I'm imagining like Beast from Beauty and the Beast singing this. Mm. As he's like staring at the rose under my skin, like in a dark castle. Can't you totally see it? <laughs> yes, you're not crazy. I, I can see that too. That's even better than my whole pop star concept. That's great. Oh my gosh. Can I just say Lee Affleck sounded really good? Um, mm. Was that him in the bridge or was that Ace? Yes, that was him. Yeah. See, I'm getting better. I'm getting better at my distinction. He, I was like, honey, come on now, give it to me. Um, the singing in the verse is also so slow and gentle and I love that part um and the pre-hook gets a little more frantic Mm -hmm. like the song really has a nice progression um in that chorus Claire's voice soars okay soar god she she has one of the best voices in pop it is such Mm -hmm. a beautiful voice and so underrated I think I think if you haven't seen them sing live and stuff like she it's just insane like when I saw them at that show I was like how was she singing like this for two hours straight you know right. like it's crazy oh, lucky yeah lucky but yes this song I think it deserves a high score I gave it a nine out of ten I also give this one a nine out of ten. Eighth track on the album is heartbreak in the city Carl Twig wrote this song and he also wrote Stomp and deeper shade of blue 
footsteps and also Stella Attar had a hand in this track this is an epic dance bob about the hot and cold dynamics in a relationship you know like you're dying inside but you still want to dance your ass off as well you know thank you h for that quote um <laughs> but yes this song oh my gosh when i saw who was involved i was so excited uh he can write a dang song oh my goodness uh mm-hmm. this song really tells a good story with the production like the intro no one does a good intro like this okay just singing and chords and the piano i thought it was going to be like this really sentimental ballad mm-hmm. and that's where they got me that's how they tricked me <laughs> yes oh man so good the beats come in and i am really just like i, I was blown away by this one because it's just it is really subtle and i find it interesting that um the way the chorus is um, sung, <laughs> Lee has complained that the, in his words, that the key of the songs are really so freaking high that <laughs> the guys don't really get a chance to really get in there because mm-hmm. all the women are singing in these high notes. And um, I think it's really interesting how Claire's voice crescendo- crescendos with the "I keep on loving you, you, you," and then it kind of stays at this note. So like the guys, when they're feeling in their harmonies, oh, it really roots the chorus into this really nice place. It's so nice. Like they, none of the harmonies stack up. Everything mm. is either beneath it, in between, and it just sounds really good. And I think because it sounds like this, it was a little unusual, but not in a bad way. So I really liked it. Yes, I love this song. Um, I was so, like you, I was so excited when I saw that they brought Carl Twig back because, yes, he's done some of my absolute favorite step songs. And I think they've also mentioned he just knows their formula so well. Like, he right. he writes those sad bangers, the songs that are fun to sing along to and dance to, but the lyrics are actually, like, uh, the saddest thing, you know? Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think this, yeah, the lyrics are really good for this. I think... There's like a hurry, there's a frustration and a hurriedness mm-hmm. in the lyrics and it comes through in the way they're yeah. singing it as well. Um, I do want to shout out Faye for this one because I think this song fits so perfectly with her voice and she sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I love her. Um, I also, the other, the other thing I love about this, I think the bridge mm-hmm. is really cool. I like, mm-hmm. first it shouts out one of my favorite old step songs, Say You'll Be Mine. Um, heard but that. <laughs> also the way the production kind of pulls itself back and then yes. turns and then kind of slowly comes in and then turns into this whole like Claire kind of does this big note that kind of sends you yes. spinning into the into the yes. final chorus yes it's very disco-y um the automation that makes it sound muffled I I love that when it's used properly and used in a way like this mm. it kind of something about it just gave me this like you're the bright lights of the disco and then as it started to muffle it starts to kind of uh, fade out it gave me that bokeh bokeh effect where the lights start to get a little bit blurry mm. and then she comes back out with they all come back out with this dramatic ending like oh man just again everything just created this beautiful picture this beautiful storyline within the music and i really do appreciate it but the ending was just a little just yeah the, ah, give me something <laughs> yeah that little beat in like this very faded out robotic i was like oh 
So hopefully wasn't in love. do this on tour guys and make the ending more dramatic, please. <laughs> um, but honestly, <laughs> other than that, this song is so good. I'm so glad mm-hmm. they brought him, Carl back to do the song. Um, I give this one a 10. Same 10 out of 10. You. Come and Dance With Me is the ninth track on this album. And this is a quirky and thrilling song about letting go and giving into the moment. And this was written by Fiona Bevin and Carl Ryden, who also wrote Steps Scared of the Dark and Neon Blue from the last album. So good writers. This is a fun one. It's another just dramatic dance floor banger, this time with the slightly kind of Latin inspired twist. Um, mm-hmm. And the production is so interesting, like the the weird yes. kind of strings, dit, 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 you know. Yes, dit, dit, dit. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think the the strings make it sound like a little bit of a chase kind of cat and mouse. Mm. Um, it sounds very like tiptoe, dun, 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 dun. you know, they're uh. kind of lurking and looking at this person. Um, <laughs> uh, I really did like it. Um, I think I think it was H that said um, when people think steps when they're writing for them if they're not someone that they've worked with in the past they automatically automatically think bubblegum pop and like kind of like cheesy childlike lyrics mm. and there's and they said that these two people really understand what the step sound is and what it can be and i agree like just because step sounds a little bit more brighter than the typical like the, the current pop songs that are out now it doesn't mean it has to be like this juvenile concept i really do like um what this song did it was very latiny it was very uh very fun it was just fun you know it makes me want to dance when they're like come on come on come on i'm like yeah i want to dance i'll come i'll come um but i have to say i have to say the second verse is a bit anemic Mm. um there's some parts that could have just been emphasized um like is it hot in here like the production went nowhere and it's like it gave me like is the temperature high unless I'm the reason why it's hot? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Lee singing in his low range. Mm. He sounds good. Yeah. Call me, call me Mr. Affleck. I know your last name's not Affleck. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> oh man. Yeah, I love the build into the chorus. It's my favorite build into the chorus, I think, on this album. Yes. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, and the chorus totally delivers. The worst is when you mm-hmm. have a build up like that and the chorus is like, oh. <laughs> You know, <laughs> but this one, yeah. the chorus is so fun. This is definitely a fun mm-hmm. one to sing along to. I really hope mm-hmm. they do this one on tour. I can imagine just this whole ballroom moment, you know, with like yeah. some like Gloria Stefan mixed in there, you know, just like some yes. crazy Latin ballroom moment in the show. Um, yeah. I think would be fun. <laughs> I want to see the choreography. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, um, for sure. <laughs> I think the... The bridge is another interesting one this time around. There's like a trap mm-hmm. beat that comes in for just like a couple eight yes. counts. And then Claire's, yes. Claire does this crazy high note. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of, it's just like a very interestingly structured. Yeah, I am, um, I'm not gonna lie. When I first ho- heard the like the vocoder or whatever kind of filter was put on her voice. Yeah. I thought, oh, okay. Um, because it was a little bit jarring because you went from like this like, trap beat which is mm-hmm. pretty common in k-pop so it wasn't like it wasn't bothersome mm-hmm. i didn't mind it but it was like okay and then all of a sudden it's you know i thought it was a guitar getting you know um played over her vocals ah. like, toward the end but i think depending on what they decide to do like live i do wonder if they're going to let her sing 
And then as she's kind of like pulling the mic away from her mouth or as they're lowering her level, whatever they do, well, they have a guitar kind of just piercing mm. through as well. Um, just to kind of add a little bit more of a, um, I don't know, a dramatic ending to that crescendo because I can't imagine her yeah, that's the, high. Whole, <laughs> the whole tour. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh man. But I love that they brought back a kind of Latin song, you know, Latin sound. Mm-hmm. They did kind of flirt mm-hmm. with it with an older single called Summer of Love, which is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And so this is, yeah, this is up there for me. I give this one a 10. Same. 10 out of 10. Tenth track on this album is Don't You Leave Us Halfway. It is written by Christian Fast, Marta Growers, and Tanya Doko. This song is a hopeful track about the crossroads in a relationship. Um, this title was a mouthful. Oh my goodness, don't you leave us out. <laughs> 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 I'm teasing, I'm teasing. Um, this song is really interesting like, with the lyrical content. I do appreciate the maturity of it, you know? I mean, what would you do if you had a situation like this? Mm-hmm. You could leave or you could stay either way. I'm okay with this and I can appreciate that, but the song doesn't really strike me as anything amazing. Honestly. Um, it just sounded very fillerish. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think this is maybe the least memorable song on the album for me. Um, it took me a while to remember the melody of it. Um, Uh, Faye also has mentioned in an interview or a few interviews that this reminds her of neon blue from the last album, which sorry, Faye, I kind of disagree with. Um, I will say it does have a very sweet melody, cute little mix. Uh, (laughs) um, But um, I think the gradual build in the song is actually really nice. Um, It starts off very restrained and the beat kind of very slowly kind of comes in. And then Mm -hmm. at the very end, it becomes kind of a more thumping song. Oh yeah. And and (laughs) if you're not thinking about it, you actually won't notice that happen. Like it's actually done very subtly and, and, I think it's done really well. Um, mm-hmm, I also think mm-hmm. the, this is another one where the vocal production is really good. It sounds very right. full and you can hear all the layers with the male mm-hmm. voices, the female voices and, and all the different things kind of happening. So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But yes, I agree with you. It's not the best song. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you as well um, with you saying the vocal production uh, is great. And that's what kind of saved the song a little bit that made me say, oh, okay, let me listen to it. Let me actually really listen. Um, and again, sorry, Faye, you know, you know, Shan loves you, but Neon Blue, that song turned dance floors into gold. This one may be a cute little silver. I disagree, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, Neon Balls, Neon Balls, Neon Blue is maze balls. That's what I'm trying mm. to say. That's how good it is. <laughs> balls to the wall. Amazing. Um, but yeah, what is your rating for this song? I will give this one a 7.5. How about you? Same. (laughs) The 11th track on this album is To The One. And this retro pop track reminisces about a former (laughs) lover. And this one was done by Hannah Robinson, who has written tracks for Kylie and The Saturdays and a lot of other pop stars. And was also written by The Alias, um, who I think I'm saying that right. But um, they actually produced most of this album and also the Last Steps album. Aha, so okay. I love this. This is such yes. a cool track. Um, it's like mm-hmm. eight, it's very 80s with the synths, yes. and I totally just imagine them like floating in space, like 
they're an alien singing this to like another alien that lives on a different planet oh, or something. That is so cute. Where are you getting these concepts from? I'm thinking like Sailor Moon, you know that arc with like the two aliens? Oh yes. Yeah. Or that movie oh where gosh. like that alien's in love with Darian. Oh my oh yeah, he was <laughs> Looney Tune, <laughs> but yes, this <laughs> I have that movie on cassette. By the way, eh. I have it on VHS so, um, as well, and I watched it in theaters last year. <laughs> lucky, mm, lucky. Okay, so <laughs> this this really oozed the eighties, like you said. And um, H was mentioning that he really liked how retro this sounded. He really appreciated it. He said he could see like a de- uh, a Debbie Gibson kind of like. <laughs> singing this song mm, wow <laughs> he, he he's 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 excited he's excited to be back but you know um I really appreciate them so much I mean even though I'm a casual listener and I keep saying it a lot of people upon first listening to steps like their older songs just don't think that they can do sad can't <laughs> do forlorn can't do vulnerable and this album is just full of it and mm. um it's just it's just not unfortunate it's just deceptive because a lot of their songs are melancholic but the productions are just really energetic but right <laughs> but yes i really did like this one i don't have anything else to say except it was good yeah it was good i have to say i think the bridge again the bridges on this album have been really cool um yes there's like weird sounds in this one and lee has this echo to the one that like repeats and slowly gets further away and then mm-hmm. like blasts off at the end like i'm just i'm still having this like alien moment in my head <laughs> Obviously. especially at the end because like the production fades out but the vocals keep going and they're like there's this very like ethereal thing to it and it's kind yes. of like you know, like it's like a UFO took off from this planet, but like the telepathic connection is still yes. there. And so you're still hearing their voices in there. I don't know. Obviously, yes. I've been watching too many movies and stuff during this lockdown, <laughs> guys. <laughs> it's okay. It's very, it's very sweet like that. Yeah, I did feel like I was being like, you know, I was ascending into mm. their like spaceship. If I were being adu- abducted, I mean. Um, but uh, yes, I agree with you. I really do like this song. And um, kudos to them. You know, kudos to Lee singing the way he does good for him you know i'm <laughs> i'm happy for you man even also we haven't been shouting out lisa a lot but lisa is always a nice little i don't want to call her a buffer but she always kind of just has like these nice vocals that really complement her voice well mm-hmm. and um yeah i just want to kind of give her some love there too i hope they have another song with um as a single from this album with a video mm-hmm. and i wouldn't mind it being this song you know Ooh. it'd be nice to kind of just switch up the uh the releases would be nice i think yeah this would be an interesting choice for sure all right (laughs) floating (laughs) yeah Yeah, right can't you see it um anyway i give this one a nine how about you (laughs) i give it a nine as well (laughs) hold my heart is the last track on this album it is written by isa molin robin sternberg and this is a ballad about an unbreakable love or a bond um i say bond because when i first heard this song i was getting like all your friends are there for you like you know platonic like i don't know something about it i just thought of you chris i was like oh you know and i have a hard time <laughs> i was like oh this is a good friend he he can hold my hand you know like i kind of changed the word <laughs> <laughs> oh. and um it gave me like you know song to the fans song amongst the group like you know we're not going to stop being together we've, we've mended our relationship and it's stronger than e- ever Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's a really raw sounding ballad and it's not supplemented by electronic instruments so it was a little bit different from everything else on the album but I really did appreciate um, everyone really just giving it their all with the vocals for sure yes oh my gosh the vocals are so good I mean throughout the whole album the vocals have been the best I think steps has ever sounded um, mm-hmm. but again the harmonies in this are just so pretty I would love for them to do like an unplugged version or something Ooh. of this um, yes. just to really show it off because I think people don't give them enough credit I think like especially now when they're doing these five part mm-hmm. harmonies all the time mm-hmm. which as you know we've ranted a few times already but there'll probably be a fuller video coming <laughs> about this I love harmonies and groups now yes. don't do enough of it so not at all yeah <laughs> at um, all. I do think yeah this is just such a beautiful end to the album they've ha- mm-hmm. again they've had some beautiful ballads in the past this is mm-hmm. very much kind of like when I said goodbye from the second album. Um, I also, it's funny, I saw a lot of comments on YouTube and stuff that this sounds mm-hmm. like Britney's Born to Make You Happy. Which is one of her, <laughs> un, a very underrated Britney song, I think, yeah. among the casuals. Yes. And so another Casual. tour idea... A mashup, Born to Make You oh. Happy with Hold My Heart. How good okay. would that be? <laughs> yes, Steph, listen, listen closely. This guy has a lot of ideas. It's coming from a true fan. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you were right. Speaking of the casuals, as one of the casuals um, with Steps, at first listen, I was not blown away by this song. Um, and I guess because you, we've gone from this this futuristic electronic journey to now kind of this more stripped down song and this more just understated track. I think I I will grow to appreciate it. So my score now may not reflect what my future self will feel. So don't come for me. Or if you do, you just won't be invited to the brunch. I don't know what to tell you, Um, but (laughs) no good song. But yeah, for now, I think, I think I might have to, you know, keep myself from a croissant um, with this song. Um, but the, the the bridge, probably my favorite part because the drums are epic. They're very, very amazing. I don't know. Just good job for the production. It's a beautiful, beautiful song for sure. Mm-hmm. So what was your rating? I'm going to get a song at eight. That's not a bad score. Um, I'm going to give it a <laughs> nine. And now it is time for our cut or keep section of the review. Here we decide what songs we would cut or keep from the album. So what song are you cutting from this album? Uh, Okay. I am going to cut Don't You Leave Us Halfway. Um, I think Mm. it is just kind of the most filler. Like we already, we just didn't need it. I don't think it really adds anything to the album, unfortunately. Yeah. How about you? I'm cutting clouds. It was, I had a very visceral reaction to it earlier. Um, I'll probably insert the clip. Okay, yeah. Mm. Turn it again. I don't like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Nah. There's a real truth. <laughs> Over here like a goblin. Nah. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, it's a no for me, dog. It's a no for me. Um, but I would keep. There's a song that I would keep. Um, I was kind of juggling some, but I would love to keep Heartbreak in This City. It's such a good song. 
Oh, yes, that's my choice too. But if I, okay, just so I'm not the same as you then, then my next one I would keep is Come and Dance With Me. I think it's super, oh. super fun. And yes. yeah, so good. All right, cool. So what are your overall thoughts of this album? Hmm, overall thoughts. So I have to say that I am impressed with what they did with this album. I think it's, I think it's tough, especially with the age that they are now to be able to kind of integrate their older sound, which was popular in, at a certain decade into now. Mm. Um, also with, with how old they are, no offense to anyone, nothing, nothing wrong with getting older, but their voices still sound good. And that's, what's really important. Like you could have an album that's kind of B minus B plus, but you can't say anything about the vocals, not saying that the album is B minus or B plus, but you know, it, I am really impressed with what they did. Um, there are some songs here and there as a casual listener that I can, be, I can proudly say that I love. So I really liked it. What about you, you veteran? <laughs> yeah, well, first I could just say, I'm so happy that one of my favorite pop groups is still around mm -hmm. and active. Yeah. Like so many of my other favorite groups have long disbanded or, or they'll come back mm -hmm. very infrequently. And so I'm very yeah. lucky as a Steps fan that they're giving us so much still. Um, yes. But yeah, I think this is another super solid pop album from them. You know, it, it's everything mm -hmm. a fan would want from them and I think it's great that they fully embraced their brand and their sound without right. trying too hard to sound current um and I think it's also great they really because they did the last album independently because no one wanted to work with them and Aww. they proved everyone wrong and this time now they have BMG they're signed to BMG yeah. they have a really it seems they have a really great team around them and yes. so this is just kind of them at their peak like they're, they're still like getting better and better with each with nice. everything, which is amazing. Um, and yeah, I just think the album was super well-rounded. Like you said, vocally, they sound better than ever. It, it was interesting mm -hmm. that they, this is the most evenly distributed vocally between the five of them um, right. album that they've done, which is interesting. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm so excited for for more from them. Yeah, so um, for the future, I would think that they would make more albums i'm hoping that they do or at least give us one more give us one more because you can't go from like you said not even being acknowledged to this album and then all of a sudden kind of just falling off the face of the earth right um i'm hoping that if they do do something um um again that they actually kind of explore other edm songs and i mean other edm sounds excuse me mm -hmm. um give me some house give me some future bass give me something because they all have such good voices and they're all so comfortable with who they are and mm -hmm. what they are doing let's experiment some more because there are so many ways that they could really utilize the different sounds i mean k-pop k-pop is basically steps's freaking grandchildren at this point like <laughs> yeah. the, listening to their older catalog and listening to some k-pop now i'm like oh, i see where y'all got this from they could easily do that. They could easily reclaim their sound. Not saying that they K-pop stole it, but they could reclaim the sound and make it so much more broad, make it so much more steppier. Um, but yeah, that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. But yeah. Yeah. So what about you? What do you think is next? Well, first, I do have tickets to their tour in November of next Lucky. year. 
in London, um, let's hope that everything is fine by then and we can travel. Um, but yeah, other than that, I agree. I think it'd be really interesting to see more more producers kind of try. I think it's interesting because it, it's more instead of steps um, trying to like adapt to the sounds mm -hmm. of other mm -hmm. people. It's actually other people trying to adapt their writing and producing to steps, which is kind right. of an interesting play. So it, it's just going to yeah. be more interesting as more people get on board and, and try to embrace their sound and try to that's, write something for that's them. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. that's what I want. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like this album campaign, there's still a long way to go. I'm sure there's like a mm -hmm. deluxe version coming. Um, it sounds like they plan on promoting in some other territories as well. Oh, and so, good. yeah, it's just, it just feels like it's it's just getting better and better. So I have the best hope for them. And hope <laughs> more people kind of learn yeah. who they are. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But yes, you, you said it perfectly. I think people need to start making music that caters to them and not them trying to fit in which is great it's like with the kylie album she found a sound that works for her and just did it same thing mm -hmm. with them they have a sound that works for them and they did it and honestly good job so what is your overall score for the album my overall score after averaging everything is a nine out of ten how about you <laughs> <laughs> well i didn't average my score but i will give it an eight all right, cool. So let us know what you guys think about the album in the comments below. Don't forget to like and subscribe because we have a lot of fun reviews coming up. So until next time, that's Jan. That's Chris. And we are CCTV. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>